with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. Welcome to the Gamble with Gold podcast. My name is Jason Gold. As always, I am joined by my buddy from the Action Network, Dan Titus. Dan, we have a trade alert. We rarely break into these situations where we need to go live instantly, but Russell Wilson is on his way to the Denver Broncos. The trade literally went down eight minutes ago. So here we are live on Twitter talking about it. Can't wait to get all of our reactions. I'm sure like, just like you, my first reaction was what in the fucking hell is going on? And that like the Broncos and Seahawks have been working on this deal, presumably at the combine. And they were waiting out the Aaron Rodgers situation, which makes me also think that the Broncos may have had a deal on the table with the Packers that they were waiting on, which is another little interesting subplot. But here's what I need to do first. This is a fucking beer. I need to drink a goddamn beer because nothing like this happens in goddamn March. I'm trying to prepare best for March Madness. I don't need this on my plate right now. But here you go. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, man. I wish I got a brew myself. Um, but damn, dude, like. You know, we don't we don't break news here, but like this is one of those moments I was doing another podcast. This shit dropped mid podcast and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm talking about basketball. Same way as you. You're talking about college. I'm talking about NBA. I'm like, fuck all that shit. I don't I don't need it anymore. We're talking about football right now. What the, the hell is still happened? king? The what NFL the hell is always happened? king, baby. Dude, Pat McAfee. Well, I think Ian Rappaport beat McAfee to reporting that Aaron Rodgers is re-signing with the Packers for like 200 million, 153 guaranteed crazy <laughs> they franchise tag Devonte adams makes sense you got to keep your boy there you got to keep him happy i was trying to look up their salary situation their salary cap but they got to be strapped they got to oh, be yeah. strapped they're strapped, strapped to death sure. <laughs> but then the plot thickens where i was going to talk about it on a, on a separate podcast but i was wondering we we're going to talk about where russell wilson potentially could go and this guy's the most pc dude ever no matter who you're talking to what outlet it is whether he's talking to the homies or he's on ellen degeneres he's like i love it in seattle i'm not going to be traded pete carroll he's not we're not trading him the management we're not trading him and guess what plan b happens aaron Rodgers is off the board welcome russ we need you come to denver let's let's win together john elway man can't 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 i can't call it how did he do this how did he pull it off yeah, I don't know. Their new GM, George Patton, who obviously last year passed the field with Durant. Everyone shout on him, including myself. Didn't really make any sense <laughs> at the time. Yeah. Got Pat Sertan, who obviously turned into be a, a great first-year really corner, corner. But mm-hmm. we all think that he's waiting on Aaron Rodgers here. And even this morning, I tweeted out, like, where, where the Broncos go from here? They seemingly had put all of their eggs in this Rodgers basket. And yeah. That falls through. He signs with the Packers. Obviously, it seems like there's probably some sort of deal on the table between the Packers and Broncos, and they just pivoted whatever that deal was for Russell Wilson. But, yeah, meeting at the Combine in Indianapolis, sneaking this one through. No one's talking about Russell Wilson at all. I hadn't heard a word since, like, the end of the season on Russell Wilson. Um, And then he comes out, and this is just – I mean, the trade details are still coming in. We know that Drew Locke's going to Seattle. That's an embarrassment. (laughs) He's not going to be a starter there. The fact that no. he's part of a Russell Wilson trade is like the biggest come up in the history of football for John Elway drafting that guy in the second round. I almost went really rogue on there. Um, I, <laughs> the funniest thing that I'm looking at right now is the Jerry Judy tweets where he was so disappointed this morning that they didn't get Rogers. He's just like sad face. And then like 
literally an hour and a half later, it's just like, oh, we lit. <laughs> so excited that they're back. Uh, yeah. yeah I, mean, it, I mean, they got also like what seems like scraps, man. Like I'm still looking here, up the details full, here. Full but... Oh, oh, full details. I have it. Ian Rappaport just tweeted it. Russell Wilson and a fourth round pick to the Denver Broncos. The Seattle Seahawks receive two first rounders, two second rounders, a fifth rounder, Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, and Noah Fant. They do need a tight end, so that's good that they got him. But they also have Albert O, like, ready to go. So uh, that's not much of a loss for uh, the Broncos here. I think that they're more so just shedding dead weight, to be honest. Two first rounders, two second rounders. Okay, fine. So Seattle, the Broncos are going to be good, though. This is like the the Rams deal. Like, okay, great. You're going to trade these picks, but they're going to be like, 25 through 32 if they win the Super Bowl. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. they're basically second-round picks. So let's say they're basically four – you get four picks that are going to be after pick 25. A fifth-rounder, okay, whatever, good luck. Drew Locke, who we know is nothing. Shelby Harris. (laughs) uh, Shelby Harris, okay, fine player. And Noah Fant, great, but, like, Noah Fant's going into his fourth year. You're going to have to extend him after next year. It's not like you're – it's not like you're bringing in George Kittle here. Like, fans good, but let's be honest about where he stacks up against all the other best tight ends. And you don't have a quarterback throwing the goddamn ball. You have no fan. Or you have Drew Locke. Like, okay, we've seen what Drew Locke was, does with no fan before. It ain't anything special. And the Seah- I mean, it just seems like the Seahawks are in a full rebuild. The fact that they only got two first-rounders and two second-rounders I mean, maybe that's a lot. It doesn't seem like a lot to me. That though, doesn't seem like a lot, man. Two years. Like, we don't even know the draft, what years of those draft picks. You know, like, what are they? 20. If it's 23, 23 is going to be a better draft class than 22. So 22 to me, I don't care. I got Russell Wilson. And uh, in this division, you need a quarterback. Like, that That. That much is, has, has been true. Like, you got to go up against Mahomes and, and Herbert for the next, for the foreseeable future. I like my chances having Russ there now as the quarterback. Now we'll see what they do with Melvin Gordon. We don't know yet, but it sounds like they want to resign him, but they tooled up at the right time, man. I think they have a lot of young talent to build around Russ here. All they were looking for was a quarterback. They got him. This is going to be really interesting. And Russ, you know, he, I see he goes from one of the toughest divisions in the NFC to one of the toughest divisions in the AFC. So it doesn't get much better for him, but I, I think I like the upside of him playing with a better defense, a team that's trending in the right direction. Uh, this is good news for him and uh, the Broncos, for sure. I mean, it definitely seems like this Broncos team is almost kind of where his Seattle teams that went to back-to-back Super Bowls were, yeah. except for yeah. he's a more experienced, mm-hmm. better quarterback at this point. Right. Uh, you have a lot good of point. young pieces that are still on these cheap contracts. The problem for them is, I mean, I guess Seattle, uh, when they were having their success, that was a really tough division, too, going against the 49ers. They were always oh, yeah. head-to-head. The Rams stunk. Arizona, I guess, was whatever there. Yeah, they were tracked there too. Yeah. Um, now you're in the AFC West and you come in and unfortunately for Russ and the Broncos, you might still be the third best quarterback in that division. You have Pat Mahomes. You're definitely not better than Pat Mahomes at this point, given what he has around him. Uh, and you have Justin Herbert, who is ascending in his own. The Chargers today extended Mike Williams for three years and $60 million. They're not going anywhere. I assume that Brandon Staley is only going to get better as a coach. He's only going to lean on Justin Herbert's abilities on third and fourth down even more. He seems like a guy who's going to be super analytical and really take an approach where, where did I screw up this, this season? And I feel like they're going to make a big jump next season, especially since they're going to pay. I think they have the most money in cap space. 
So they're going to go out and sign a whole new defense. Uh, they already have an offensive line. I feel like Herbert's right. going to take another step forward and compete for an MVP next year. And the Broncos, I mean, they're a really good defensive team. They have two really good young running backs. Their offensive line sucks, so they're going to need to do some work there. Russell Wilson's clearly used to that. But I was about to say, it was the last time Russ had an offensive yeah, line. <laughs> exactly. Um, you have Jerry Judy, who obviously is going to benefit a lot from this. Tim Patrick, yeah. Cortland Sutton. So he definitely has weapons. It'll be interesting, but I, I don't know necessarily know that this trade makes the Broncos, you know, Super Bowl favorites, nor favorites no. in the AFC West. I think that they're still the second or third best team in that division. I mean, they're going to be better than last year. Um, oh, yeah. I think that they're going to definitely be competing. I mean, their defense is probably one one or two in the division, I would say. Like, we'll see what, what the Chargers do in the offseason and free agency. But um, on paper right now, I think you got to give the Broncos the edge there. And I don't – man, I, I think this is a great move for the Broncos. I just don't know – it's going to be a battle for that division. So I, I, I agree with you. I'm not making them a favorite by any means. Um but I do think that their their roster construction is actually pretty damn solid. And considering that Russ has pretty much just been wasted the last two seasons in Seattle, this is the best case move for him to uh, rejuvenate his career. I mean, not that he needed that much rejuvenating, but like, let's be honest, this guy's been a letdown for uh, the last couple of seasons. So, and, and people were also saying like, is this guy, has he peaked, you know, like, or has he plateaued? And I think this is, this is the type of thing that can uh, spark a career here. So who knows, maybe he'll go out like Peyton Manning and get another ring before he goes down. But Definitely going to be hard. Tough sledding in a, in a tough division. So I'm going to guess here that the two first-round picks and the two second-round picks are in the next two years. Uh, so yeah. the Broncos, the Broncos. I don't know exactly where they were in the draft this year. Probably middle of the pack, right? Probably like a 16, 17, something like that. Well, they fin- they finished 8 and 9. Um, 8, 9, or 7 and 10, I forgot. I, I know that, that I want to bet on their mm-hmm. under. So they had the they had the ninth pick in the draft. They finished seven and ten. So top ten pick there. Uh so top ten pick makes that a little bit more interesting. They also have, I'm assuming that the second round pick is also going to go to them. Remember, Seattle doesn't have a first round pick this year. They conveyed it to the Jets in the uh trade for Jamal Adams. Right. So good point. It's not like they have two draft picks here. Uh so they'll get a first rounder. They get ninth overall. They'll get uh, forty one overall. I mean, at nine, are you expecting Seattle to take a quarterback here, like a Malik Willis? Uh, does that does that now pop in where we thought the Broncos to. maybe? Yeah, I mean, I mean, unless they try to a make full... a move, it could be a Deshaun Watson situation. I don't know. Maybe that's I don't know how many quarterbacks you really have out there from a veteran standpoint that you could probably uh, grab in a deal. Uh, what's Derek Carr's situation? Is he up for free agency? He's gonna get he's gonna get an extension, so he's not a free agent. Uh, I could see honestly, like this is a perfect spot for Mariota. Just go in there, replace yeah. him, be the starter for a year, draft someone like Malik Willis. Like that's a really good situation. Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, I assume that that's probably a really good place for him. That'll be interesting. But uh, <laughs> Seattle, I mean, I would start. It depends. If you're going to try and draft a young quarterback, you probably keep your roster together. If you don't and you say that this is going to be a rebuild, then what do you do here? Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm it's got to be a rebuild, right? Like, I mean, outside of Jamal Adams, you know, Bobby Wagner's pretty old now. You know, 
Carlos, I mean, Chris Carson, we don't even know what we're going to see out of him. He's got neck issues that are really bad. They got to go rebuild, right? I would assume so. So that means, you know, if, if this Russell Wilson trade is the first domino here, what do they do now? Do you trade Jamal Adams and try to recruit some picks there? Do you trade a Tyler Lockett? I assume that you don't trade a DK because he's still really cheap and it's hard to find guys that are as talented as him. But Lockett seems like a guy, maybe you go out and get a third round pick for him, second round pick for him. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, definitely some of those, uh, uh, you just said Wagner, like aging, expensive, guys that you can probably get a second or third round pick for. Uh, seems like that's probably the direction that they should go here. Try to recruit some picks here. Yeah, that I mean that's that would make sense. Keep DK. He's the uh probably the franchise piece you build around. Draft a QB, maybe sign a veteran like a Mariota. He won't be overly expensive. And uh yeah, you just rock it with that. Maybe you can trade some draft capital for or get some draft capital for a guy like Jamal Adams, but uh for what they mortgage for him, I think that might be tough to get off the books, but he's definitely going to be in high demand. I love how Albert O is now like the fantasy. Like everyone's going to try and buy him in fantasy. Hundred percent, very funny. Um, where do you think this sets the market for the rest of the guys out there? So obviously Rogers back in Green Bay. We have Denver situations now solved. Deshaun Watson, Houston's wanted three first round picks for him forever. Now you have the number nine pick, a pick next year, forty one overall, and a second next year. What do you think that does? So. Deshaun is obviously dealing with all of his cases. So we got to assume that sure. all of that gets cleared up, but assuming that that does, he's 27, 28, something like that. He signed the deal. He's got two more years on that deal where he's making very reasonable money for a great starting quarterback. Definitely. Do you think that they can get three first rounds of picks for him? And you think like a team like Carolina is just like, screw it. I'm all in on getting my franchise quarterback now. Yeah, I think that there's going to be a few teams that are going to probably have to either pony up the three picks or they'll do some combination of, you know, veteran assets with a couple of picks similar to what the the Broncos just pulled off with Russ. I think the Steelers definitely need a quarterback because their defense is too good. They they have a really good running back. They got to spend their draft capital what they do have on an offensive line. So they're they're in dire need for a quarterback. I don't see Tomlin just going into this rebuild mode. He's not a rebuild mode type of quarter uh, type of coach. Um, you're right. The Carolina Panthers, I mean, they pretty much got Darnold for what, you know, I guess whatever the market was for Sam Darnold. So they got to they got to be ready to spend now because, you know, your window for CMC is closing fast. DJ Moore is is probably one season away, probably half a season away from demanding to be out just because he doesn't get the ball enough. So, um, yeah, I think that those are probably the most interesting teams right now that need a quarterback. You know, the Dolphins were always in the mix for Watson. But now they've they've pretty much squashed that, saying that two was the guy of the future. So those are the two teams that I'm really interested in. And then you also have San Francisco. Let's not forget about them. Jimmy Garoppolo is also a trade piece. Don't know if Shanahan's totally bought in on Trey Lance yet. You would think that, you know, having him watch Garoppolo for half of the season, maybe that helped. But I don't know. I think anytime you have the chance to get a talent like Deshaun Watson out there for several picks, I'll take the risk, man. Like, picks are overrated. <laughs> did did uh the Rams just not prove that? Like, I don't know. I think it's worth mortgaging your future if you have a good enough team that you're only a couple pieces away from like a Super Bowl or playoff contending team. So we already know the Niners, they're they're good enough. You just need a better quarterback. So I think you gotta yeah. spend up. 
the 49ers also just trade away all of their first round picks to go get Trey Lance though. So I don't know yeah, necessarily that they're right. going to have that's more funny. of a trade. Um, yeah. You know, we talked about a couple of days ago where Washington had made inquiries into Russell Wilson that kind of flew by during the combine. Yeah. But um, uh, obviously Russell Wilson had a no trade clause. So I'm guessing that Washington probably put an offer that was probably comparable to this, to be honest with you. And I Russell think it was like, more. No. They, they said what? that they said that they had like I think it was four or five picks. They said that they offered them. So, okay. so they were they were Russ, ready to, they were ready to risk it all. <laughs> Russ is just like nah, I, and he's yeah. from that area, I believe. He's from Virginia. Yeah, he's, he's from like, Richmond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. He's like nah, I'm never going back. I don't. I don't Dude, want I went into the trenches looking in to see where Russ's destination was because like the Broncos, I think were like third or fourth on the odds list. Uh, the last one that I saw. And I, I, I didn't think that they had any chance, but Russ was like talking to some, you know, local network or something like that. I want to say it was in Seattle and he was with Sierra because he's always doing every interview that he does with Sierra and family. And he's like, you know, like all my friends, you know, the homies back east, like they really want me to come back. But like my home is in Seattle. My home is in Seattle. He's the most PC dude ever. He will not yeah. tip his hand. And he, lo, lo and behold, this, this dude's going out to Denver now. So I'm like, I, I couldn't call it, man. I couldn't. I couldn't find anything that would give me any indication that he was interested in going to Washington or even leaving Seattle. But, you know, obviously Washington didn't give up enough that it was that no trade clause was probably like the biggest thing is like, oh, my chances are go to Washington, play in the NFC East, dominate or go to the AFC West and compete with a really tough young quarterbacks. I don't know. I probably would have taken the commanders there. That's uh, it's interesting. Uh, Commanders definitely have an interesting position right now as well i mean they're one of i'm counting off the top of my head four teams really that should be in this quarterback market probably for deshaun whatever random free agents come up and then yeah. you know whatever the draft class is going to be you got pittsburgh new orleans carolina and washington new orleans strike too, me yeah, strike yeah. me as the teams that are going to be aggressive new orleans less so because they're so cash strapped um i don't know if they're going to be able to get rid of those first round picks because they're going to need those young cheap good guys in sure. the building but Washington, Carolina, and Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh specifically, I'm actually surprised that they didn't just throw the boat at Russell Wilson. And I don't Russell know if he wanted to go to for that too, man. Like, but he probably doesn't want to. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't want to play in Pittsburgh. Like, I don't know. The weather's not that much different, is it? I mean, it's a little bit colder, I guess. But I don't know. I mean, De- Denver's a much nicer city than Pittsburgh. Is. Sorry, Pittsburgh. <laughs> let's, right. let's, be, let's be honest about it. You're gonna try and convince Sierra to go to Pittsburgh. Yeah, right. Dude, Dude I'm even wondering. Sierra's De- probably not even going to go to Denver, man. He's probably going to be there and just get a nice little apartment downtown, do his thing, and then go back to – I mean, he's probably living that L.A. life. I mean, he's probably living all yeah. over, man. You can't, can't I mean, predict but the thing, the thing with Denver, private jet, you fly out of Van Nuys in L.A., you're in Denver. It's an hour and 45 minutes right. flight. <laughs> if he's going to Pittsburgh, you're flying four hours back and forth? Yeah, right. So I, <laughs> I, I it's kind of weird to talk about that, but – No, but that probably matters. play into it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, I, yeah, I definitely understand why he would want to be in Denver with that sort of team, even though maybe going to Pittsburgh is a little bit easier path to making a Super Bowl. Uh, you still have to go through the AFC, which is very difficult. But that division, I, I don't know. you got to still deal with Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson and whatever the Browns turn into. So it's not like it's super easy. But Mahomes and Herbert, is that's the monster gauntlet of a division for sure. Yeah, I respect them for it, though. Like, he, he ain't scared. Like, I, I think Russ trusts the fact that this team is built bi- good enough that they'll be able to compete. And I don't I don't think he's wrong for that. Um, I think we're just going to need to see a little bit more out of these receiver, receivers. And 
this will really be the test of like, was it a Teddy B thing or, um, you know, Judy was really hampered by that, that, that uh, high ankle sprain for much of the season that kind of, you know, tail, dovetailed his performance. But I, I mean, there's no reason why Cortland Sutton can't be that DK Metcalf type dude and Tyler Lockett being the, you know, Jerry Judy being the Tyler Lockett type dude, take you over the top. Russ, those a great ball, but he also can hit those quick slant routes. So um, I'm really curious to see how this offense uh, translates with Russ, man. I think it's going to be pretty exciting. And I think we're going to see a lot of Denver wide receivers going off draft boards pretty damn high. And I don't, Oh yeah. I don't, I don't know if I want to pay that price, but you know, it could pay off. All right. Why don't we close with this? And we'll head out of here. So those four teams that I mentioned, the quarterback needy teams, still, we have four more dominoes to fall. Who do you think is going to end up being their week one starter 2022 season? So I'll start with Carolina. Oof. The most I feel like in the offseason or during the season, the Carolina Panthers had the most momentum for Deshaun Watson. That wasn't uh, like a Miami type of destination. So I'm going to say that they're going to pull it off. So I'm going to say All Deshaun right. Watson to the Carolina Panthers. I actually agree. And I think it's a great fit. Now, obviously, the Carolina connection between him playing at, and Clemson, which is in South Carolina, right. I think it would right. be great for him. He's from the you know that area ish. Uh, I, I would love to see him there, assuming that all of the cases go away. Um, and that team is, it's pretty interesting if they get him. Uh, all right. Pittsburgh. Uh, man, they gotta, they gotta trade for someone. I'm going to go the Mariota route. Like I feel like I actually get it as a stopgap, right? Yeah. So I think there's two options here. Well, there's three, but if they pull the third one, the Steelers are idiots. The third option is Mason Rudolph. And no, that, that's not an option. I didn't even put that well, as a factor. I thought about it. I was like, mm, nah. <laughs> if Mason Rudolph is my quarterback, I'm waking up every morning with one of these. Um, so the two options that I have in my head are Jimmy Garoppolo as a trade, as a pseudo, like basically what Big Ben was at the end of his career, is right. like always, always injured, doesn't have the greatest arm, but like, can move an offense down the field if you need it. Like that's the Jimmy G option. And then you have the Mariota option, which Tomlin had said uh, after Ben retired, it's like, we need speed at the quarterback position. I think he sees what Lamar Jackson does. And he saw what Ben Roethlisberger did for his entire career. He's like, <laughs> this guy is a statue in the pocket. I need something different. And that yeah. really is like, I, it's the Mariota. And it's also kind of the Trubisky route. Uh, we saw what he did as a Buffalo's backup. We definitely saw he he has wheels. He can definitely run around and scoot around the pocket. Uh, I think that those might be two realistic options uh, for the Steelers here. So that was actually where I was going. I was going to actually going to go Trubisky for the Seattle Seahawks because I okay. oh I feel like that okay. also kind of just fits. Um, he played really well as a backup in Buffalo. He can play in different climates. Like obviously he started out in Chicago. That was miserable for him. Um, I think that that actually looks like a stopgap that I would consider uh, more so than Mariota, but I could see them both interchanging, you know, between Pittsburgh or Seattle, but I think those are both good enough veterans that are mobile that have shown an ability to throw the ball that are somewhat competent, had to be humbled into a backup role and and probably could earn the starting spot again, at least in a stopgap and a rebuild type of situation. All right. So actually there are three more teams that I hadn't thought of, which is making me. So I bet my first NFL draft bet this morning under three and a half, quarterbacks in the first round and the more that i talk about how many teams need a quarterback the worse i feel about it i just hate <laughs> the quarterbacks in this round like yeah, i'm sure yeah. that malik i'm sure malik willis is gonna go first round i'm pretty sure that kenny pickett is also i 
who else is worthy of being in the first round here? So that's kind of why I bet it, but I don't know. Uh, I forgot about Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay needs a quarterback. New Orleans that's needs a quarterback. Be, that, I could see that being a Garoppolo or, I don't know, Tampa. some kind of. Yeah. yeah. Tampa makes a lot of sense for Garoppolo, I think. Um, the question is, do they want to get him out of the NFC? I don't right. necessarily know that San Francisco. You think he's? You enough. think he's? Sh- you think he's shook for that? I don't. I don't think he's too concerned about. I don't. That. I don't think that they cared that much. But I don't know. Sometimes you want to trade him out. I think yeah. it'd be interesting. Uh, also depends on what they can get back. Um, so Tampa Bay will go Garoppolo for you. New Orleans. I'm pretty sure that they're going to run back Jameis, but. Why not? That could be an yeah. What do they mean, got to lose okay. at this point? You know, like that seems like play? a te- that seems like a team that's like really close to tanking. Like they're so far over the cap. They have a new head coach. Sean Payton's not there. They don't have a quarterback. I feel like they start off the season like one and five next year. They're just like screw it, Moe right. Dell. We're trading everybody. <laughs> what's uh? What's Winston's uh, contract? He's a free agent. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. So that's interesting. Maybe I'll flip that. Garoppolo go to New Orleans and uh, what they're James James back to Tampa Bay. James back to Tampa. James back to Tampa. <laughs> no, he fits their profile though because he just throws all the time. That's all Tom Brady did. He led the league in passing. Why can't James do that? I mean, Granny's not as accurate, but still, that is the lock of the century that he will not be the quarterback in Tampa Bay. Bruce Arians hates James Winston. Hates him. Do you remember his comments on the way out? He's like, we need a quarterback who doesn't do dumb shit and throw interceptions. Dude, but do you see him in his offseason workouts now? This man has got it together. Come on. (laughs) Dude, he's got a bigger belly than I do at this point. Um, All right, last team on the board is Washington. I I have no idea where they're going to go. It seems like a Trubisky destination. It's not Taylor Heineke. I think we know that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't – that's going to be tough, man. I don't know what the commanders are going to do. Ron Rivera's getting older. Antonio Gibson, like, is he that three? It doesn't look like he's a three-down workhorse back like everyone thought he was going to be. Um, Terry McLaurin, F1, is definitely a dude. So, like, if you got a quarterback that's interested in playing with a young, dynamic, um, ascending wide receiver, I think you definitely have it. Um, and even there, you know, Logan Thomas, like, he's straight. I mean, their offense is straight. And then you got a decent defensive line. Very good. Chase Young is awesome. Got hurt at the end of the season, but still. Um, this team isn't, this team isn't bad. Um, and we know the NFC East is wide open. So yeah, it's not a bad destination for any quarterback. And hopefully, you know, Snyder is not really calling the shots anymore. Hopefully he'll be out of there soon enough. Uh, they can get the culture thing figured out. Cause maybe that's one of the reasons that, that people didn't want to go there in the first place, but yeah, we'll see. All right. That does it for gambling with gold. The Russell Wilson trade, uh, reaction podcast. Shocked. We'll be back. Shocked. Shocked. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday with NBA and March Madness locks, all of the locks, shocks and locks. New name of the podcast. We did it. <laughs> that means we got to do shots. That means we got to do shots on the pod now. Ooh, You're setting it up, little, man. A, a little ten thirty a.m. Thursday shots. <laughs> never, never heard anyone, baby. All right, my employer's until, not uh, watching th- right now. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what he's talking about. <laughs> until Thursday. Uh, good luck with your bets, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. See you. Yes, sir.